The Unfiltered by Jade. Jade. Welcome to The Unfiltered by Jade, where we educate, empower, and entertain. Feel free to like, share, subscribe, download, donate, and make everybody know who this. Beats by RB Records. Shopping assistance, your style, your budget. Our services include online and local shopping for individuals and businesses, personal shopping, purchasing of company and office supplies, importing and exporting small packages across Jamaica and worldwide, and helping you find unique gifts and items for all events and occasions. Contact us at 876-919-5195 or shoppingassistance2015 at gmail.com. Shopping Assistance, your style, your budget. Welcome back to The Unfiltered by Jade. Today we have with us here, Kara H., and she is a virtual human capital manager, a speaker, a host, and author of the book, Virtual Freelance Work From Home. I'm sure we all want this because we all want to work from home, don't we? Yes, we do. So, Kira, <laughs> <laughs> first of all, for those who have no idea what this means, virtual human capital manager, tell us exactly what it is and what you do. Hi, Jay. Thank you so much for having me. I want to make sure to show my appreciation to no start problem. off. So uh, my name is Kira H., uh, like you mentioned, and a virtual human capital manager means that I'm working from remote locations, uh, managing people for companies. So my general job is that there are a need for people within companies, and I put the team together and I manage them for them so that they can tackle other tasks while we're at this. Sounds very good. So for it, it will be a situation as in you put people together if it is that they want to work on stuff like Fiverr, etc. Instead of people uh, to go on those platforms, you have those people in hand where you send correct. to different companies. Okay, so, so look no further. We can come here. Yeah, exactly. It's really difficult to find people on things like Fiverr and that kind of stuff. It is. Yeah. And even if you do happen to go on and find somebody, the like, like my book is full of experiences that I've had and I'm a professional, right? I have had tough experiences. There are knuckleheads all over the world. There are people who are. (laughs) No, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Honest. It's, it's just that, you know, you have to try to navigate your own business during your business hours, right? Mm. And then to find a separate person who you do not know to try to, first of all, explain what it is that you want and then them to actually have the qualifications to give it to you and then for you to receive it. That is a whole nother set of headaches that you don't necessarily need. There mm-hmm. are times when you have time for it and that's fine. But a lot of times 
You just need this task taken care of and you need it literally taken care of. So once I figured out that that was the missing part, I take care of it. Once a company says, Kira, I need this, they get it. Right. And then it's, it's like magic. So they don't have to worry about it. Right. We just come to you and we get it done. Very that's good. Right. So that's what she does, people. So if it is that you want to do freelancing, I'm, pl- I'm plugging you onto her. She's the person to go to. And there's jobs out there that you can get through her. But you have to, as you, as you said, have to know what you're, you're, you're doing, being knowledgeable of your tasks Correct. that you're going to do. So there's no confusion or there's no mishaps with going forward with the work. We don't want that issue. Correct. Good. So, Kira, what inspired you to become a freelancer? And how has your journey been thus far? Um, so this company, Managing Freelancers, of course, as you mentioned, started off with me finding um, the need for having freelancers. Mm-hmm. And because I don't think you can be a very good manager of anyone unless you know how to do the said task that you right. are asking someone else to do, that actually led me to then pursue freelancing tasks. Um, I hate that managerial person who loves to tell you what to do, but they don't know how to do what you do. That's right. So, <laughs> so I went out to make sure that I was never that person. That's um, right. But, but that is also to say that I don't necessarily know how to do every single job, mm-hmm. but in the information exchange, I teach people how to become better freelancers so okay. that they can get the better job so that they can get the more long-term job so they can learn how to work with other freelancers and accomplish larger tasks. Right. But also in that exchange, I asked them to teach me some of the cool things that they know how to do so that every time we are giving in and receiving, it's not just a one way stream. Mm, The teacher becomes a student sometimes. There you go. And I think it's really, it's really bad for business when, whomever it is, the the owner of the company or whatever, becomes so rigid that they no longer feel that they have a capacity to learn anything else. Well, I know it all. Well, it's impossible. Right, right, right. I agree. And it's good also that you not just do it for one-on-one, but you do it for different expertise. Correct. So you're learning about different, different things, not just one particular thing. Right, because the type of projects that we take on for companies are different types of companies, right? So my main my main piece of work at this point is to bring in customers. So right. while you may have the expertise to create websites, that's right. great. But you may not be that great at dealing with customers or finding clients. Right. So because that's what I do, like I'm here doing this show and things like that, where people will know my company will come to me with work. It's in a bunch of different arenas. One day I might have an attorney's office. One day I might have a a CPA, you know, a travel agent, whatever the case may be. So I'm learning new things as we go along. So also the freelancers will also get that type of experience and be able to put it you know, where it belongs. So all it's doing is making everybody a lot more skillful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's good. It also broadens our knowledge, broadens yes. your knowledge while doing so. That's good. What are some of the challenges, though, that you have faced 
when starting a freelancing job or doing a freelancing job and how did you overcome it? Some of the challenges uh, of starting any job, freelancing or otherwise, are trying to sell yourself. Yeah. Again, that was the that was my point in saying about, you know, me me knowing my place. You know, everybody has a has a spot in this world and it just turns out that my place is a lot better on the front end to be able to explain to a customer that we can get the job taken care of. Hmm. Um, I have a clear understanding of how to do, how to see the big picture. I'm very much like the big picture thinker. And then I can lay out the foundation of all of the pieces that belong. The challenge is when I am working in a place that doesn't belong to me. So Mm. I become the person who says, oh, I'm going to do every single part of this job and it's going to get done. That is a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. That's right. <laughs> I'm being so honest, and you have to know who you are because imagine I've been. This company has been incorporated for over ten years. We started doing remote work before it was cool. Before people thought it was a possibility. Before when I was telling people what I was doing, they were just like, "You're doing what? How are you making money? And you're sitting at your house." These. This is not new to me, but it definitely was a new concept. And at that time, when I had very little help, I was the person who was accomplishing lots of tasks and doing more of the full-fledged effort. And to be honest with you, the the outcomes were not that great. Mm-hmm. So they could have been better had I expanded and and really had a clear understanding to myself that, you know, I would do better with a group. And even a freelancer who is working today, they may be working as a one person, you know, everything, and someone gives them a task and they think to themselves, well, they're asking me to do it. I have to do it by myself. No, you don't. Yeah. No. Yeah. But you may not know other freelancers to, you know, ask, ask or like right, work with a right, team or something right. like that. So that's another reason why the way that I operate seems to work for a lot of people after they have gone out and had some experience and then saw kind of like this is the missing spot right. in freelancing. So yeah, it could be difficult. That that would be like a very big failure if you don't know exactly where your expertise lie. And it can lead to burnout. It can, because you cannot get rest Man. if you are trying to do all the pieces of the job. And especially because it's in in life, what you'll find is the reason why you can do certain things for a longer period of time is because it doesn't require so much energy from you because you might already be really good at it, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So imagine you doing something that you are already pretty poor at. It would take two, three, four times the effort, which means you're getting drained. My that means God. you're not able. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just like so many mm-hmm. of these things that we don't think about as we're trying to make steps forward, but we don't know if we're making a little tiny step forward or a big step forward. And it just takes the break in order for us to see perspective, maybe a little experience, and then we can, you know, come at it a different way. Right. Do you find it better if you have a niche or if you don't have a niche and it's spread broadly? I most definitely do have a niche though. My niche, my niche is to work with companies that, are looking for more of a multiple person job to get put together and done for them. 
If you're okay. looking for one person to do something, like you probably don't come to me. I mean, you might, <laughs> but like really, you like, you can find one person. You can you can manage to find one person. Read my book. I'd give you all the steps on how to do it. Okay. Right. But but who comes to me are companies who really want to work with freelancers. Maybe they are trying to do something that requires multiple people, maybe a couple, maybe not even 10, 20. Maybe they just need two or three people who can work together to do this project. It just requires okay. multiple steps. That's the type of company that would be best fit for me. That's my best client. So it okay. is a niche because like I said, you could read my book and go learn how to go find one freelancer. I cannot believe it, Kara. I'm serious. <laughs> just so the people can go and read their book. All right. So basically, if it's a one person, they can find somebody else. They can. They can. But if it's, you need it to be like a no, more than two persons, three persons, four, Kara is a right. person. Right. Yeah, she she does multi multi jobs, not just one, not just one. And that's the reason why that's how that book came up in the first place. I hate to keep on mentioning it, but it actually started out being like um that was like the guidance that I gave for clients at the beginning. I used, okay. I wrote that out so I could explain to them what is freelancing, what is what if what freelancing is and what it is not. Okay. Like, is it an employee? Is it do do I pay um, unemployment benefits to them? All of those things are in that book, right? Because I just had to explain it to every single person. You, Jade, very smart lady. You know what freelancing is. A lot mm-hmm. of people do not. I don't care how many times you see a Fiverr uh, or Upwork or whomever. A lot of people do not know what it is. Okay. People do know the terms, like uh, they know the term virtual assistant, sort of. They really think a lot about uh, overseas work and things like that. And a lot of people are like, I don't want to work with somebody from XYZ. Totally fine. I understand it. But I think a lot of people do not have a clear understanding of what freelancing is or is not. So True. the reason why I wrote that book is because, like I said, if you follow the steps, you can go and find somebody for your own self. Just, you know, just the one person or whatever without getting a bad result to where you can feel comfortable about your experience that's all i care about right yeah just just don't get people have horror stories about (laughs) bad things that are happening you follow the steps let's try to avoid that so you can get a good outcome Mm -hmm. but whenever your business is doing a little bit you know more sometimes when people come to me they'll have like season like seasonal work is great for these teams because for instance like uh like your cpa or your accountant they're there 24 hours. I mean, you know, 12, 12 right, right, uh, right, months right. a year. But during the tax season, they are just slammed. Yes, so they are. They, they would hire persons. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would hire me. And they would say like, okay, Kira, we need people who can do customer intake, who can um, keep our files organized, who can who can keep us moving so that customers are not calling us saying, where is my such and such? Mm -hmm, Those mm -hmm. are the types of things. Like uh, imagine a travel agent. Well, travel agents are always there, but imagine the time that they send out the email that says, this is our schedule for the next three trips and you can start booking now. Mm, Yeah. Now they need help. Now they need help. Mm Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying it, it doesn't have to be something else, but like those are really good examples of when we- Right, those are good examples, especially peak times. 
Yes, yes. You know, traveling, the holidays, those things. Those are peak times, especially. And Mm. um, tax season, peak times for for those things. Can you share some tips for building a strong portfolio and attracting clients as a freelancer? And yes, they need to read a book. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the free the freelance the the book is really not actually for the freelancer themselves. The book is actually for people who are looking to hire freelancers. Okay. The person who is doing the job, the freelancer, the the best way that I have learned to build up a good portfolio is one to document. Mm. Document what it is that the person is actually asking you for. And I mean to do that ahead of time. Hmm. Everyone online is looking to try to get that job so quickly that they don't know what they're agreeing to. True. This is the reason that you end up with very poor outcomes and the customer feels as though they've been taken advantage of and that they didn't get what they wanted because you two are supposed to be having a dance as well. But Mm -hmm. who is the leader? Honestly, A lot of the onus belongs to the person who is employing. So if I go and ask someone to provide me with this um, website, I keep on using website for an example, but if I ask you to build me a website, some of the things that I have experienced in the past are, I didn't even know what hosting was. I did not realize that I needed to provide hosting for this website myself. I did not know I need to buy the domain myself. Yes, sir. These are things that you learn along the way. But if I had a very competent person building my website, they would have had documentation that said, prior to you purchasing me designing and building your website, you will need to provide me with this information. I know information. Yep. Right. So documentation makes sure that everyone on both ends are able to be clear. So this helps you to create a great portfolio because you can show the example of this is what they asked me for prior to accepting the work. I accepted the work and this is their outcome. Mm. There's nothing to, there's nothing there for another future customer to have an issue with. They say, Oh, they asked them to provide this. And this is what they got. No matter what the person says, the person might say, you know, I hate the color yellow and they made my website yellow. If it wasn't written there. You wouldn't have known. Thank you. Thank you. So you have to provide yourself all of the leeway that you can and have clear communication and have documentation as much as possible so that you are doing all that you know to do for the customer and True. that creates a great portfolio a, a, a 10 page book of that looks great to whomever the future customer is hmm. so everybody out there portfolio build a portfolio that's important yeah and a lot of these websites they'll let you have the customer to send screenshots of the result that they receive. Mm-hmm. And you can comment on them and things like that. But you can also upload your own photos. I mean, short of providing someone else's personal information, if they're asking you to do certain tasks. Right. If you're if you're doing a great job, you can keep your own documentation. Here is the front page of this um, book cover that I designed for Kira. Right. 
here is this whatever. And even if I decide as the customer to not leave you feedback, you can upload this as part of your own portfolio. But a lot of people just go on or they don't keep their files organized. So they really don't have a record. Mm. Okay, that's good. And that's also a part of selling yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are what are the most effective marketing and self-promoting strategies that you can use or you have used to grow your freelancing business? And we spoke about portfolio already. Yeah, the portfolio is really good, but somebody has to know to go there. Wow. So you can have a great portfolio, but if nobody knows to go and look at it at this location, it doesn't help you. Um, right before the show, I was telling you where my media one sheet was located. I put it directly on my website so that it's easy to get to. And I provided the link. So the same thing goes with any freelancer. Um, and you can do that pretty easily on any of these free websites. Um, you can do it even in your profile on any social media. Um, I can't think of any of the names of them, but they have different, like, Maybe something similar to like Linktree. Linktree yes. allows you to put multiple links. Yes, and you just link it, click it and go. Right. And some of those things are really helpful because I think we can, I don't know, I don't want to speak for people, but I think we can tire out our friends and family um, from from maybe trying to sell them things if we're always entrepreneuring or, you know, things like that. But any of the random persons who get on the internet and Google website design can, you know, just end up on your profile. And if they're, they're there to click, then they can see the options. It doesn't have to be some big, you know, marketing campaign, just a couple of two, three things in the correct spot. I mean, and these things are free. And that's what I, I wanted to emphasize that because there are many times that people think that, oh, I have to go find money now to pay to do this. And if I'm just starting, I don't have the money to do all this. There are a lot of free sites that you can use. Yeah. Or there, there, there are options. There are optionals where you can choose the free ones if you want to use it to start with. And then as you go along, you want to pay. But there are free options that we can use to get our tasks done and to market ourselves, promote ourselves out there. Correct. And I mean, I don't want to um, forgo our friends and family helping us because if they are positive friends and family, they will um, direct people your way. If, for instance, if they are. You know, yeah. If they are. Mm. <laughs> like big, <laughs> big asterisks on if. Mm-hmm. If, but, if. If they are the positive friends and family who are looking to help you, one thing is you have to help them help you. So that means you have to make these links prominently available somewhere easy because they're not memorizing all of your LinkedIn bio and all of your website address. You need to make it easy for them, too. So Mm -hmm. if you see them all the time on your Facebook You need to make sure that your Facebook profile has the link to your work website so they can easily give it to someone because they want to help. Right. Right. Make yourself easily accessible. That's correct. That's right. Kira, how do you manage your time and workload effectively to maintain a healthy work-life balance as a freelancer? Oh. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> because because imagine I'm managing my own time and the time of others. Yeah. At the same time, it is uh it is somewhat a balancing act. And plus, I mean, I have a regular life like everyone else. I really do strongly believe in I use all of the Google Suite for myself and my staff. Okay. I really wholeheartedly believe in it. I was never a person to schedule things. I'm really not like a time warden. But at the same time, if if I use my Google Calendar, it sends me a message on my phone. That's it right. Like, <laughs> that's right. It does everything. It's like, hey, don't forget. Yeah, so it yeah, that's makes right. it a little bit easier. easier. Right. Mm-hmm. So I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's helping all the rest of the staff too. Oh, and yeah. a lot of times the way I work is I send people the booking links also. Um, I would love to show you how to use some um, key features on the Google Calendar where you can just send a block of time for people to book themselves, which is what I started to do because I don't have, you know, four conversations to go back and forth with you about when I'm available. I'd nope. love to talk with you. I would, but I'm not, I just don't have time. Nope. So. I would just like for people to start using those functions because they're there. It's just like yes, kind of hidden so that mm-hmm. everyone can find the time that works best for them. Yes, just please. Click it and I'll just be there. It. The calendars are there. You know when it's there open, you, you know the times. There click it. Let's move on. You'll get notification. I'll get a notification and the world continues. There you go. That's so, yeah, right. we just have to use the tools that are there for us <laughs> just as much as we can. Oh, my God. How do you deal with uncertainty and potential fluctuations in income that comes with freelancing? Uh, ah, I too. I Kira. too. Yeah. <laughs> no, these, are, these are good questions. These are good questions. And I would love to be super transparent. Uh-huh. Um, if I am being super transparent, I actually am a licensed insurance adjuster. Okay. So especially during these times, if I just, if I have time, if my staff is running perfectly and they are like kind of not needing me at the time, like there's a hurricane coming right now heading towards Florida. If for instance, they call me and say, hey, we really need some assistance trying to get these guys back. You know, if something bad happens in, in uh, Florida, I will go, I will go. And mm-hmm. it's a very short period of time, but I think it's really unwise for people to like paint these pictures that this is a consistent it's always lucrative it's always lucrative right there's there's no consistency in how my business operates sometimes i'm making gob loads and sometimes the the pace is pretty slow because mm-hmm. it's already been pre-scheduled Right. Sometimes I don't even have time to make more because I'm already busy doing something else. Right. Um, so it just depends. But one of the greatest benefits of freelancing is remotely, you can do it from anywhere. Yes. So if you can manage your time, if you can manage your Google calendar, <laughs> you mm-hmm. can still do things like um, I recently started doing a narration. After right. I wrote my book, I, I also did an audio book. So I thought to myself, hey, I like how my voice sounds. That's right. How this works. <laughs> so then I decided that I was going to try that in the freelancing world. I say, let me see who all wants their audio book um, narrated. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that even if my calendar is just book, 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 I can still record at night. And those yes. are freelancing gigs. If I don't have time, then I just won't, you know, then I just won't agree to work. But 
those are some of the ways that you can deal with um, just the inconsistencies of what freelancing can be. Because if you're not super high sometimes and super low sometimes, then you're working a job. True. Ah, you hear that, guys? That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. What advice would you give to someone considering freelancing as a career path or just starting their freelancing journey? I think that's the best part. The best part of the journey is when you finally give yourself um, the permission to try to do something that you want to do. A lot of times people will distract you from what you truly want to do because they are scared for their selves. That's right. I don't care how many, I can give you all the horror stories about what could happen and what you thought and all that kind of good stuff. But I'm a great testament. I'm here like, you know, 10 years in the game, like probably more than that, because I told you that's just when I got in corporate. I don't even remember before that. Right. But there's so many pieces of freedom that I have been allowed to have through my time flexibility. I was able to go and see my parents. I was able to go on a trip. I was able to, you know what I mean? Like And look look how it worked out during COVID. And it worked out. Listen, we were, we were doing great during COVID. We were okay. Are you Uh kidding me? Like people were trying to figure it out and we already had it together. Like Mm -hmm. we were excellent. So yes, these are really, I mean, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying that when you make the decision to, do something for yourself. It's not going to be difficult. But I would say maybe the secret is just don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody mm. who's going to be on your dreams because people sometimes will do that. Yes, and they don't will. mean it on purpose. I think what they are trying to do is some people say that they're trying to protect you. Other people will just say that they're projecting their shortcomings. Insecurities on you. Insecurities on yes, you. Yes, ma'am. Especially when they say, you know, why are you going to start? It's not going to bring in as much money as you, you know? And they're bringing that insecurity to you. So now you don't want to start because you're, oh my God, it's not going to bring in money as they said. That's an insecurity. Right. I mean, I mean, doing anything, even if you're starting your own business, doing anything immediate starting may not always initially just give you, I thought, give you thousands of dollars immediately. But we have to and start. And that's true. And, and maybe the benefit of freelancing is this. There's a term for a person who just want to stick their big toe in the water and see. Um, there are people who kind of just want to try a little bit. So it's okay to go and search for just like one task and see if you can, you know, go set your profile up. Risk takers. Just, so we have low risk takers and high risk takers. Yeah, just go, just go see. You know, go see if you can mm-hmm. set your profile up, you know, put your information in there. Just, you know... Give yourself enough motivation to try. And I don't want anybody to let someone else steal what could be. There's no there's no dream to be had or pursued that doesn't take a little bit of, you know, personal fortitude. Right. And, and just go for it. Just try the one job. See how it works out. See what happens when you get paid. See how it feels. It feels good to have a little bit of control. And then as you want more, then you will continue. Right. Every day is not going to be great. But most definitely the day of 
sitting at your desk, hating your job, hating mm. your coworkers, mm. hating the drive to work, Mercy. hating the little paycheck. Like <laughs> the list of hate could be long. Mercy. But definitely, if you give yourself a chance, like you're just saying that there's a possibility. Don't limit yourself from the possibilities. You're yes. not the first one. Mm. You're not the first one. Not at all. What are some common misconceptions about freelancing that you'd like to address or you want to debunk? I think I think a lot of people just don't know that much about freelancers in order to really like make any sweeping generalizations. I don't think. Ah. I think um, a lot of people just expect that a freelancer is is only tech stuff. Maybe if there is a sweeping generalization, it's not really all tech stuff. Um, maybe people think like web designers and things like that, which there are, but there's also, you'll be surprised. I think everybody should do themselves a favor. Go on, go on Fiverr and just go and search, go and search as if you are looking to hire someone and just put in random words and see what comes up. Mm -hmm. You can freelance doing just about anything. And one thing I would say is, do something that you actually wanted to do. Like if you, for instance, I know a lot of guys who wanted to drive drones, but driving a drone requires a license after a certain height. Right. Mm. So they're just like, Oh, well, I'm not going to try. Okay. Just put in the word drone. I have no clue what's going to pop up. This is just a scenario that's in my head. Right. See all of the, the freelancing work that is out there related to drones Mm. i mean it doesn't even have to literally you don't even have to buy a drone you probably can have somebody to give you a map of a place where you could fly a drone or like give you research on different types of drones and what kind of capacity they have how you work them yeah how you work them like there's probably a thousand different ways so so that you can participate in something that you really want to without like without thinking that there is a limitation to a certain kind of area. So, yeah, I think that's probably the the sweeping um, generalization that I think people have. It's just like maybe everything has to be tech-related and, oh, I don't have the skills to become a freelancer. Right. Well, can't say we don't have the skills if we don't actually know what the skills are. Yeah. Research it. Look it up. There are many different ways that you can do freelancing. You just have to take a step by researching and looking that's as simple as it simple as it is carol where is it that we can find you where can we find your book if we want to work with you how can we get in touch with you if you want to work with me please send me an email info at freshfactory.co and it's spelled p-h-r-e-s-h-p-h-a-c-t-o-r-y.co um that's the easiest way That'll get you a response and you can write whatever you like. Um, Tell me that you want to become a freelancer. Tell me that you want to hire a a team of freelancers to do these tasks. Tell me that you want some help hiring a freelancer. Um, You can find the book on the website, uh, Mm www.freshfactory.com. C-O-M. And you can find it on Amazon. You can hear my audiobook on Amazon or Audible. Just type in her name. You'll get her information. 
see? Because mm -hmm. that is where her portfolio is online everywhere. That's right. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you so much, Kira. Um, I appreciate your input in freelancing. And as you said, there are many persons out there who have no idea what freelancing is. So you have given us meaning. So thank you so much for that. And is there any last thing that you want to leave with our, with our listeners? Um, yeah, Jade, uh, I really appreciate you for having me. Don't let anyone keep you from doing whatever it is that you think you want to do. That is, that is just like the most important thing that I can tell you, whether you're a freelancer, whether you're a person who wants to start a job, whether you're a person who wants to start a company, whatever it is. Unfortunately, these last few weeks or months, I have just been hearing so many people verbalize their desires to other folk and like the other person just is not giving them any positive reinforcement if you need a positive reinforcement let me please be that positive reinforcement for you you may not know me but I did not get this far without having people around who were supportive of me and I know that not everyone has that you are supportive yes you're supportive guys and she's here to support you. I'm here to support you. Awesome. Thank you so much again, Kira. And to our listeners, thank you so much for listening to The Unfiltered by Jade. And we'll be back next week, Tuesday. Thank you. You can also purchase my book, Things Left Unsaid Before I Do. Diary of Gloria Adigold. This is on Amazon and the link will be in the description below. Thank you.